Hey, Mystic Michaela, spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, we are redoing your New Year's resolutions based on your aura. Perhaps you've dropped them by now or never even made one. Doesn't matter. We are redoing them in a more 5D way. Before we get into that, just a little sensitivity warning. I'm going to be talking about food. I'm going to be talking about working out. I'm going to be talking about drinking. So if if you're just not in a space today where that's something that you want to hear because it may trigger you or you're going through something, maybe this isn't the episode for you. So that's my little heads up. Also, as you know, I'm not a mental health therapist. I'm not a medical professional. This will be my energetic perspective on how you best can make resolutions that fit some of the more 3D goals in our society to fit your more 5D spiritual self. On that note, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Yeah. Well, before we get into all that. Yeah. Now, we are the only podcast with a podcast ghost. <laughs> we have a podcast that I know ghost. Of, that I know of. Mm-hmm. Okay. But now, not only do we have a podcast ghost, but we also have, I think, like a spell on the podcast. The podcast witch. The, the podcast witch. Yeah. So we have a ghost and a witch. a witch, which is curse or spell or whatever, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Because oh my god, that's insane. This, you guys, okay, stop, stop. Okay, no, I, we, we have can't to make start, this up. No, we, we have to start up. videoing this stuff. We, we do. What is wrong with? What is happening? No, I'm, no, no, I'm no, opening no. up my video because nobody's going to believe. They're going to think we're crazy. It happened so quickly, though. Okay, I'm keeping my video on while we talk about this. Because this is, I have chills. What just happened? Okay. okay. We have this, so we, oh it's not going to anymore now that we're looking at it. I don't know. Uh, we record, this is great. I, I know we can't, I, this is. I must gather myself. Okay. We record in our dining room. We have these two like light sconces. Right. And last week when we were talking about a spell that was delivered to my home from somebody I didn't know. And I didn't know what to do with it. Yep. Um, as we were talking about just that, this light went off and on. Right. It's been fine since. Fine since. Nothing happened. I was actually happy because I don't like to change that one because it's hard to change. We know. Yeah. All the, yeah. All of a sudden, we we mentioned this spell thing, this witch, and that light. And the, and it the just pop, did yeah. it, it again. It just did it again. And I, it hasn't. Have to, we've been looking at it all week like, hey, that was weird. Yeah. Was it coincidence? And it just happened and again. This, the moment. The second we just mentioned uh, it. Okay. And I'm like, I, I will not stop. No, I'm freaked out. But like, you know I, what? What I'm else totally is freaky? Out. I'm totally freaked out. What else is freaky is I told you guys, you know, I buried the spell yes. in, in kind of a, a wooded area yeah. and then all the trees got cut down and yeah. I asked everybody, hey, listen to that part on the podcast and tell me what you think happened. But everybody's writing back to me if there was a weird static while you right. were talking about it and it wasn't before mic, and it wasn't someone after. Someone said my mic wasn't working or something yeah. or I felt far away from the mic. Yeah. So I wonder if... When this records, if we'll hear that again too. I don't know, but like it didn't show up in editing, so yeah. it was really weird. I am just going to say this: I'm putting this out here. You know, if I was, a, you know, for all the red auras, all the green auras out there, if I was listening to this, I'd be like, these two are making this nonsense up. N- nonsense up. This is they're lying, they're tricking you. And I'm going to tell you, fine, if you want to believe that, that's totally okay with me. But this is happening. This is so freaking weird. I and I know, and I'm filming it right now. I've been filming yeah, it. Yeah, now it's going to be fine. Now, now I'm do it. Not going to do anything. Which which which? No, it's not going <laughs> to do. Spell it. spell spell spell. Podcast goes. But I did put it up on on my story. I said, hey, what do you guys think? Because I need like a witch or a Wiccan yeah. to kind of film me. Yeah. And so the collective response was, it was a clearing spell. And when I buried it, the trees took that clearing message. I, that's crazy. Okay, all right. Okay. Let, we have to move forward. All right, yeah, we do have a list of things to do, and that's just kind of 
freaked us out. But we, what about, okay, so we've talked the first episode of the year. Yes. I think it's episode 212 about shifting your vibration. Yeah. But then the more important thing about that is to keep it there. And it seems yeah. like as we've tried to do that, as we're doing this along with the listeners as well, yeah. things get in the way, you know? Yeah. So yeah, episode 212 at the beginning of the year, it's not just about manifesting something. It's about going to the vibe that it lives on. You know, where whatever your intention is lives on a vibration and you can't keep it unless you go live there too. And so that's episode 212. Um, I got a lot of feedback on that. So I'm really happy it helped a lot of people. But you and I have been talking about this a lot in the two weeks since we recorded that. And it's been fascinating to notice how when you're on your vibe, when, when you're on the vibe of your intention and you're trying to maintain your vibe and, and we're going to talk about ways to do that, so many things try to lower it. Like you really tried, it's, it's, and I've been noticing it in you and you've been noticing it in me. Okay. So what is it with, I, I don't notice things as well as you do. <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> you notice it in me like, again. Oh yeah. We've totally yeah. been doing that. Uh, how have we been doing that exactly? <laughs> So I noticed with you, like you're on your high vibe and you, you really got interested in this subject matter. You're like, oh, okay. It's like a vibration. It's a mindset. It's keeping a mindset up and not letting things drag you down. And again, it's not about feeling sad. Like feeling sad is fine. It's more about being realistic about what you're feeling, not just being a whim to the emotions that the environment leads you on. So with you, I've noticed you'll be like on a really high vibe and then you'll notice something that bugs you or bothers you and brings you down into like a rant and, and it's not like, or, or kind of like, oh, you're big on this is the way the world works. Yes. That's a big thing with you. So I noticed with you, for example, like you'll, last night we did the 111 meditation, for example, and there were so many awesome people talking and sharing their dreams. And after you and I were like, wow, you know, people are so open. And you said, people are so amazing. Like they have such big, wonderful dreams. Yeah. And then you're like, it's so sad that the world just sucks that life out of us and yeah. we don't get our dreams and all these people should have their dreams and and why do they have their dreams and taylor swift gets all her dreams and none of these people get theirs no. and it's not fair and i'm like scott you're <laughs> well you know yeah I oh, understand. Yeah, yeah fine okay no whatever yeah and that's partially right what you're saying in the voice whatever fine <laughs> it, it's more like yes you know it was a really lovely meditation we did it you know and a lot of people you know the very brave people opened up and they yeah. talked about things that they really wanted out of life. And yeah. you know, these, you know they were, some of them had some high aspirations and that's fantastic. Yeah. And it's weird because I'm thinking in my head, like, that's great. And we're trying to give you some tools here to do that. We're trying to put you on a path to do that. Yeah. And we're using our collective, what do you call it? The, um, the unbounded awareness, awareness to try to help of each our collective other. Energy. But then I'm like, you know, other than that, the rest of the world, you know, everyone else, want, except for our group and, you know, maybe other little things, they want to take it down. They're not going to give you a chance, you know. They want to, you know. If you, it's true. If you're not, you know, you don't have some in somewhere, yeah. or you don't know someone, or yeah. you don't have enough money to get it going, they're I not going to let you. I they know. Don't wanna, yeah. And so that you got kind of like. Yeah. It's like the, we're the 5D and they're the 3D. Yeah. And we're living in the 3D. So they have the home field advantage. Yeah. And they're winning. Right. You know, maybe once this when we go to another place or something that we win. Right. And those people on that meditation yesterday win. Yeah. But 
we don't win here. Yeah. It's hard to win here. It is hard. And I talk about that in episode 212. And, I think and we're going to talk like this now. But. Well, it's like we're all starting. You always say we're all starting at different spots. Yes. You know, that, in I've life. always told my yeah. students. And that. I use that in my episode yeah. 212, by the way. Yep. Um, you know, some are on the start line. Some are right. ahead. We're all, we're all playing some are candy way, land. way behind. Right. Yeah. But some people are starting behind right. the starting gate. Right. Some people are on the starting gate. And some yeah. people are already at, at the kingdom. Right. Or whatever and this stuff, manifesting stuff, is not magic. Yeah. It's, it's just... Um, it's tools to help you navigate a lot of the 3D energy here in a 5D yeah. way. But I just noticed with you, when you're yeah. starting to feel hopeful and stuff like this about that, then, then you start I'll looking around okay. and you're like, whoa, you know. Okay. And, and your big theme is always, um, oh, the world is trying to get you down, you know, yeah. which is, it's not wrong. It's just something that you pay attention to more than maybe I do. It, it you know, because we all, the world's the same for like we're all looking at the same world, but we all have different filters on it depending on who we are and what we are and what we think and whatnot, yeah. what we've been through. Um, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I also feel like, like and again, I, you know, I'm not in a position to do it so much, but you know, I want to protect these people a little bit. Of course, you know, I want to give them like, like get them there or something. Yeah, you know of course. What I mean? Yeah. And if someone's willing to open up like that, and I hear it, it make. It, Puts me into like a mode of like oh, yeah. that mode. Like, yeah. How how can we do how how do we get this done? Yeah. Or, or yeah. That, or maybe like you're saying, it takes me down to that level where I'm just. You're like that's not fair. You're I a nice person. Yeah. Like it's yeah. not fair. It's not fair. And then I know. That's but a the lower not vibration, fair right? thing is a low vibration. A vibration. I get that. And now. listen, it's it's not that it's not tr- two things can be true. You're absolutely right. Yeah. But at the same time, we have to we have to also be like, yeah, that's right. I acknowledge it. And I'm still doing this, you okay. know, like that. Um, and, and, and it's good. And, and I think you always say that as long as you acknowledge it, yep. like I'm doing, I should be able to break yeah. out of it. Right there. That's a vibe. Okay. You don't even have to break out of it. Just know when you're yeah. doing it, that you're doing it. Like, right. oh, right. just not even know. I mean, this is like something a few years ago. I would just be like, yeah, nonsense. Let's just move on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just notice your own patterns in life and how you see things. You don't even have to change it right now. They'll change on their own as you kind of move forward. But with me, I was telling them last night on the meditation, yeah. um, if I, if something good, this is something I've worked on a lot, but in the past I was terrible at it. Uh, when something good would happen for me, like at any, oppor- my entire life, any opportunity, like even back in school, if I got a good grade or something, I would immediately go and look at something I got a bad grade on. Uh, or if somebody said, Hey, great job. Here's good feedback. I immediately look for the negative, the negative feedback. Oh, but they didn't say this. So their feedback that said, you're good at this, but they didn't mention that. So I mean, I'm bad at that or, or they're just being nice or whatever. Or even like with the mystic Michaela stuff, if there was an article about me, I'd be like, Oh, let's look at the comments. Whoa. Don't do that. Like it's almost, I needed to feel on a lower vibe immediately. Cause that's where I live. That's where I was more yeah. comfortable. Like with the whole, you're not worthy kind of thing. And that's something I've worked on. So I think we all have our ways of doing it. But we were talking last night about staying in a, a mindset that's... Which is the hard part, right? That's so hard. And But I think like one of it is... One one thing is it's it's what you want is on a vibration that feels different. So get used to feeling different. And, and by doing that, you just practice new perspectives. That's all. Like, okay, what if it's not negative? What if it's just this? Or what if it's... What if two things can be true? It is negative and also there's this other side to it. And, and just kind of aligning yourself to people that get it and places that get it and, and inspirational sources of music or media and whatnot. And somebody said on the, in the chat, they're like, and limit social media. And I'm like, yes, for sure. Especially the stuff that brings you down. Definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Maybe. So, All right. so have you ever made a resolution, Scott? Cause we're going to talk That's about what that. That's what we're talking about today, right? Yeah. Um, I'm still kind of like watching that light uh, out of the corner of my eye yeah. and I'm still it's freaked out by really it. Really distracting. Again, I... 
I wouldn't believe me, but it, it happened. It's, I mean, hopefully, it's like, in the, you know, the Amity Villa Horror House. These were the first signs. Really? <laughs> you know, you know oh, it's always the first signs. I forget what episode we did about that, but that was yeah, crazy. We talk um, about that all the time. No, I, yeah, to answer your question. Yes. No, I've never done. <laughs> never in my life, not one year, yeah. have I done a New Year's resolution. You're I will never, and I never will. Why? And I don't get it. I don't yeah. believe in them. <laughs> they don't make sense. It's a whole calendar thing for me. All right. It's like. Well, why do I have to wait to January first? You know, if I'm going to make, if I'm going to do something, why don't I just do it on December 25th? Why am sure. I waiting to January first or whatever? Okay. You know, I, I just don't get it. I don't right. get the New Year's resolution. I know right now a lot of people are at the gym; they're on their New Year's resolutions. Yes. I don't talk to those people because I know I'm not going to see you in a couple of weeks. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you stay past like February, I might come over then- to you and say, "Hey, <laughs> let me tell you about your aura." <laughs> You know, yeah. But I'm not telling you about your aura until you stay. Until I see you a while. Yeah. I want to see you past March. And then we'll, <laughs> Are then, you a regular? Then we'll talk colors. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then, you, then you're a regular. I'd be surprised you didn't get the new influx. You should get the new people in and be like, hey. Well, no, because, yeah, there's new people there, but I, I feel they're going to leave soon. Oh, they're, they're all New Year's resolution people. <laughs> well, they might stay after listening to this episode. Right. Because I'm going to okay. talk about how to maybe do some of your resolutions a little differently based on your aura color. All right. Let's take a quick break. Let, let us calm down a little, too. <laughs> and then when we get back, you're going to do uh, Aura Redo on your resolutions. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. You know what? You know what we need? What? We have a lot of it already. Yeah. But we need more. We need more base. We do need more, more base. More base. Ever since the Weekender bag, it has completely revolutionized my idea of what luggage should be and can be. The amount of stuff that Weekender bag can fill is quasi-miraculous. Also, it looks good after all the wear and tear that we've put it through. It looks brand new. And and we're going on a big trip coming up. Yeah, we're going to North Dakota this summer. Yeah. I want to be seen in base. You know, people, when they see me with the base... <laughs> They kind of give me like a look. They do. So, yeah. They're like, I'll, hey. Yeah, we need more bass. Well, because they, they wonder. They're like, yeah. you know, do you know Shay Mitchell? Yeah. Because bass was created by actress Shay Mitchell. Do we know Shay Mitchell? We we don't, but, you know, maybe people think we do because I, I, she made bass. Okay. To make sleek and affordable bags, luggage, and accessories designed to help you travel effortlessly while still looking fashionable which is what you like to do. And every piece is made to look better with miles. So you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash KYA. Go to basetravel.com slash KYA for 15% off your first purchase. That's Base, B-E-I-S, travel.com slash KYA. Talking about... Aura re-resolutions. This might be the time of year when you have realized your resolution isn't quite working out for you. Or it could be where you are realizing, hey, I made this resolution, but it's not work. It's evolving. It's changing. It's shifting. Okay. Or you could be looking at everyone faltering in their own resolutions and laughing. You're like, this is why I don't make resolutions. Okay. You could be anywhere here. And I wanted to talk about it because I don't. I mean, I personally feel, based on people's aura colors, you can't do something that doesn't align to your energetic vibration. You can do anything. You just can't do it in a way that somebody else can do it. Like, you can go work out and be fit, but you have to do it in your way that aligns with your aura color. You can eat healthier, but you can't do it in another person's way. You got to do it in a way that aligns with your energy, your authentic self, your aura color. You have to pick resolutions 
And it's cool to be inspired by people. And it's, it's cool to say, oh, wow, you know, I love how they did that. I'm going to try that. But also leaving a lot of room for a couple things. And one of them is it, you can't do it like you're somebody else. You have to do it like it like it's yourself. And I noticed that with resolutions, the moment it gets to that point where people are like, oh my gosh, I have to, oh, this is too hard. What's really happening is you've been trying to do it like somebody else. You're not doing it like yourself. And if you, and furthermore, a 3D mindset can come in where you're like, and if I do it like myself, that's lazy or that's not how it works, or let's just drop it all together because that's not the way it's supposed to go. And in reality, when you make a resolution or any sort of goal in life or do anything in life at all, it's about doing it your way. And aura colors are a way you can align yourself to it so it fits in with your energetic vibe. Um, you, you can't do things that are against your vibe. You got to go with the flow of you. So you'll get to the goal. You're just taking your own path. And that's exactly what I wanted to talk about today because what happened was is I went to the gym on like January 2nd, there were like 10 million new people there and, and I posted a story and it was just supposed to be inspirational. And it basically was like, you know, you can do this, but you can't do it like somebody else and you can do it the way you can do it. Um, so don't get discouraged basically. And I got so much feedback from it. So I'm like, yeah, I should, I should, let's do a whole episode about resolutions and, and how to bring auras and spirituality into something that is a daily habit because that's really one of the most helpful ways you you can bring auras into your life. So here's the deal. There is a culture in our society, a whole culture of doing things the way you're supposed to and only one way. And I'll see it in aura color. I'll see, for example, working out, like whenever they're trying to sell that to you on TV or in social media or in the little segments on the news shows and stuff, it's always a yellow aura person or a red aura person. And you're like, wow, okay, I just have to be disciplined and I just got to eat like eight meals a day that are in the macronutrients. I just got, if I could just, it's cool. I'm just going to pre-plan my meals. And it's like, listen, if that's not you, it's not going to work. Like you can do that for two weeks and live in hell, but you're setting yourself up for failure because you're doing it like somebody else. Um, it's kind of like wearing somebody else's skin and living their life. You can't, you can't do that. You got to figure it out the way you can do it. So but they'll do this for anything, like any goal that they have kind of like an aura representation for it, which, which is great for that aura color. But the rest of us are like, oh gosh, you know, this, this isn't me. Here's the deal. Like resolutions in general or goals or anything you want to call them are commitments that you make to yourself, but they have to be things that you actually want, not what society tells you you should want or things that will make you fit in or things that society tells you will make you more worthy of acceptance and love of others. It has to be something you want for reasons that make sense to you, not anyone else. And that's the fundamental law of making a resolution that's going to stick. You have to really want it because it makes you inside feel good, not outside feel good. Meaning you have to connect spiritually to your goal. And instead of oh, I want to eat healthy so I can fit in these jeans. Like, that's not going to work. That's an environmental thing. Like, you like, like you think you care about that, but honestly, the, in the 5D, your soul self, it doesn't. your soul self doesn't give a crap. So that's not going to work. You have to find, a, like, just using eating healthy, for example, 
as a spiritual practice. Like I, you know, I eat to heal myself. I eat to balance. I eat to make, you know, feed my temple. You know, I eat to honor the body that I've been getting. Like you have to make it somehow spiritual. Um, and, and you have to, and we're going to get into that specifically, but it has to be more a 5d purpose for whatever resolution you're doing. Um, inauthentic colors on people are often the cause of resolutions, which don't work out. So real quick, inauthentic colors. Um, I mean, I've talked about this a million times, but if you're new, what, what, what it is, is I would see people with their aura colors and then they were like wearing colors that weren't theirs. And I was like, what is that? And then I figured it out. I'm like, wait a second. Oh my gosh. That's like the mask people wear to fit in. And usually if you wear an inauthentic aura color and a lot of us have in life, um, it's because you don't feel like you can successfully navigate life as you authentically are. So you're always wearing another energy on you. And then that's the filter in which you're doing everything. And honestly, it just becomes a setup for failure. So, um, if you're not yellow and you're trying to meal plan or something for healthy eating, like that's not going to work for you. Like that, that thinking ahead, if you're wearing inauthentic yellow, that thinking ahead and the prepping ahead, that's, and that's actually going to be a setup for failure. Like when you're inauthentic yellow and you're planning ahead, that causes like crazy anxiety. If you're actually yellow, that feels great. Like you love that. It gives you comfort and peace and contentedness. All right. So that's, that's how you know if you're wearing an inauthentic color or not. Like life feels harder than it should basically. And you feel exhausted when you try to do anything because you've been trying to do it, carrying around another energy. It takes a lot of energy to carry around an inauthentic color. Uh, I had this, oh, this, you know, I had this purple aura. I had this friend and she is a purple red aura, lovely girl. I mean, she's just this She's just awesome person, works, works, works with kids, um, helps them. She's like a speech therapist, right? She's always been a bigger girl, and that's something that she, she didn't like about herself. I mean, she was beautiful. She didn't have to do one thing, but that's something that she wanted to change. And this was always, it was always a thing for her, and, you know, it wasn't something that she liked to talk about, so I never mentioned it, obviously. It's like, okay, you know, you're beautiful. Don't worry about it. You're gorgeous, all that. But, um... She would get on these, like, she would get on these, like, diets that were so abusive to herself. She wore an inauthentic blue in her aura sometimes. And I noticed when she would do these, like, really self-destructive kind of diet plans all in, you know, taking out major food groups, just not being very kind to yourself. That's when she was wearing her inauthentic blue. It was like she was calling in victimization. She was calling in almost like a feeling of, of abuse in order to get her goal done. Uh, she set up a social media account where it was all about, I mean, this is, it was really sad. I don't know if you've ever known anybody that did this, but she set up a whole social media account and she invited all her friends to follow her. And it was like her shame account. It was like, here's my picture today. Here's what I ate today. I need you guys to keep me, uh, what's the word? Um, I don't know like accountable <laughs> and it, it, like looking at it, it was just like no and like the crazy thing is she was like coached to do this by somebody I'm like I don't think that's a good idea you know for anyone but for her especially but she came from a like a household too and, a, and programming where shaming and making somebody feel bad was a way to motivate them and so she was using that inauthentic 
energy to do that to herself. And it was really sad. And, you know, and it never worked. You know, that's the other thing. It didn't work because until you connect with it on a spiritual level, it's not going to. Like she, perhaps, I mean, I'm not speaking for her, but perhaps people in this way, they want, they feel like they're not worthy until they lose weight. And, and that's not true. You're worthy because you exist. You're worthy because you breathe. You're worthy because you were born. You're worthy because you're here. You're worthy. You are worthy exactly where you are right now. You don't have to do one thing or look a certain way to be any, any more worthy. We're all the same worthiness. But it, that's, that was a 3D goal. Like if I lose weight, I'll be more worthy or I'll be more loved or, or I'll have more self-worth or I'll be allowed to be here or something. So, so I was really sad. Um, and then I had this blue purple friend and she would always wear inauthentic yellow which is, I do that too. I, like, that's my thing. I try not to, but she's blue, purple, wearing inauthentic yellow. So blue, purple, you know, like empath, like very sensitive, helper, sweet, purple, creative, kind of spontaneous, a little hot mess sometimes, disorganized, but that's okay. That Disorganized with quotes around it. She's fine. But wearing inauthentic yellow, like, okay, I got to keep myself in line, <laughs> you know, like keeping it all together. And she started this like diet plan where it was, um, it was like 30 days, like to, I don't know, in 30 days, you'll lose this much weight or something, but you have to order all your food ahead. And, and, uh, like she's so funny though. Cause she was so purple about it. And, um, like a weekend she was, she just got so sick. Like she couldn't leave the house because she, her body's like, man, this is, we would just switch from Chick-fil-A to straight up pounds of, <laughs> fresh greens. Like your body's like, Whoa, give me a second. And she was like throwing up and she was nauseous. And then she's like, Oh, see, you know, I, I, this isn't for me. I can't do this. This doesn't work. I mean, she went in too fast, like cold Turkey, kind of like a self punishment thing, but also kind of that's a setup for failure. I feel like she purple bombed her own diet plan. Um, but you know, you're, you're doing all you're supposed to try to feel good, (laughs) not bad. And a lot of these shifts, are vibrational too. I just talked about this in episode 212, where we talked about, um, you know, it's one thing to manifest something. It's another thing to get on the vibration. It's in order to keep it. And sometimes shifting things for a resolution, that's like a major life shift. You, it's not just about the, the habit. It's about getting used to what it feels like too. And as you level up, it might not feel comfortable to you. So you're leveling up, but trying to, uh, make it feel the same or as low as where you're coming from. So you can ruin a good vibration by making it feel bad. Like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm going to eat healthy, but it's going to be a punishment. Or I'm going to lose weight. It's going to be a punishment. Or I'm going to eat healthy, but I'm going to get sick. You know, like you can, you can do this to yourself in order to get to somewhere that you're supposed to be, but also take it down a notch. So you feel comfortable being there. And, and it's really, it's hard. So I just see a lot of people and I, I used to be one of them doing really silly things to themselves and feeling out of control. And it's simply because we have to connect what we're doing to a spiritual goal and our insight into ourself and our authentic self. So aura colors, I feel, is a way in which to actually get closer to that point where you can know what's going to work in what way and why. And hopefully this episode will assist you in getting closer to a goal, but on a path that makes sense to you and on a path that reveals yourself to you. 
you know, doing all these resolutions aren't really about the resolutions. It's about knowing yourself and, and experiencing life with you and taking your own evolution to the next step and being like, hey, let's try this. Hey, let me let me get on this vibe. Let's let's do this together, me and me and me, and and find out more about how I work. And aura colors are a way to do that. You know, it's never about the goal or the resolution. It's about how you want to feel. So first, before we do anything, label what you want out of this emotionally, how you want to feel inside and being careful not to link how you feel, how others perceive you. All right. Is the first step here in redoing your resolutions. It's not, I want to fit into my jeans. It's I want to have a good relationship with my body. You know, I want to, I want to treat myself well. I want to show myself that I care. I want to show the universe that I take time to give myself love and attention. That's all, you know, it's caretaking to you. Um, and, and, and my other question is what's the emotional vibration that you are wanting to have? You may find that it's something you can do without the specific resolution, even attached to it. And that's okay. You know, you may want to feel like you can keep up with your kids, not run a 5k. So like reconsider what it is. What's fitness running a marathon, doing the Ironman, or just like being able to chase after the kids at the park for a while. Cause that's, maybe that's a goal that aligns better with you. Or you might not want to, you know, have a six pack of abs. That might not be the goal that works for you. Maybe the goal is just not huffing when you go up the stairs with all the groceries. Um, so, so it's like, Hey, what re reconsider what the resolution is, reconsider what the goals, reconsider what the, what the end game here is. Um, okay. So, I searched up the most broken resolutions, and after this little ad, we're going to get right into it. You know that amazing feeling when you leave the salon and your hair is all done, and, and you just have that confidence. You don't mind taking photos. You're ready for a night out. You feel like you can do anything. It's just really one less thing to worry about. Why can't we just keep that feeling? We can. You can get on your way to experience hair, good hair days in just five minutes with Way's new hair gloss. Not only does their hair gloss give you immediate shine straight from the shower, it also helps treat damage and enhances color vibrancy to get your hair looking and feeling healthier. I've been using hair gloss for about a month and a half now. When I tell you it looks like I just left the salon every time I use it, I'm not joking with you. I actually took pictures. I did like a, a TikTok right, right after I did one of the treatments and I got a ton of comments like, your hair looks great. Your hair looks great. It's a very easy addition to my routine because I just shampoo like normal. And then I put in the hair gloss. I wait five minutes and then I rinse it out. That's literally it. Um, it is made with hyaluronic acid and rice water, which provides just this immediate shine, helps treat damage, enhances your vibrancy. And you can give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to the Way T H E O U A I dot com and use promo code Aura for fifteen percent off any product. That's T H E O U A I dot com promo code Aura. The most common broken resolution. I'll have you guess it. You are correct. It's getting fit. <laughs> it is working out going to the gym every day or trying to get ripped or like whatever running or whatever it is, that's the most broken, I guess the number one, according to what I read, the most broken uh, resolution. All right. So let me tell you my inspirational story for you. 
basically, um, if I can do it, you can do it. And, and, and I will say that working out for me is a very self-connected activity and it's very spiritual for me. And it's something that I've managed to actually be consistent about for 14 years. And it's, this is, I'm not saying it. So it's like, uh, good for Yeah. Like that's so super not why I'm saying it. Cause like do it, don't do it, whatever. But if you want to do it, I hope this story I'm about to give you provides you the inspiration to do it. But again, you're going to have to do it your own way. All right. I found my own way to do it. So 14 years ago, I was, I just had my first baby and I had terrible postpartum depression. I was just so sad all the time. And it was winter in Buffalo and, um, I was just so sad. I never, I've never worked out. I've never been athletic. I was the worst PE student you've ever met. And I didn't, I never worked out. I never did one squat, nothing. Okay. So I was really out of shape too. Um, but I was also what, 27. So whatever. So anyway, so I was just in a hole and I was just like, I just needed to do something different. Meanwhile, my mom has had major mobility issues at the time, and um, that's a whole other thing. So I was like, let's do it together. And I actually, and she could only work out because of her joints in the water. So I was like, all right, I joined, us. We, well, her and I, we joined the YMCA and we joined the silver sneakers class. If you don't know what that is, <laughs> that's basically... <laughs> Silver Sneakers is a wonderful program, um, and it's for older adults who want to get fit. A lot of times, like, insurance insurance companies might have, uh, hey, and you get a Silver Sneakers membership. So where some gyms have Silver Sneakers programs, like, you can go for free sometimes. Uh, but they're great. And, and I was the youngest person in the aqua aerobics class three days a week from 8 to 8.50 a.m., uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and let me tell you, that class was great because a couple things. It got me back. It got me into it. It was because when you start working out, it uh, it doesn't feel good. So, so I can't imagine somebody who like me. I can't imagine if I had started because I had started tried other things and they never worked out because. I was like, oh, working out, I feel sick or nauseous or this isn't fun or I hurt the next day. Like, so you got to start slow. I mean, that's my recommendation, especially if, if you're like, I can't, it like, you start slow. So Silver Seekers was great. And also it was, um, it was a lot of like really encouraging older people. They were like, hey, you can do this, you know, good job. And there was a lot of community. It was like really just nice and there's no pressure. And there were all sorts of body types in that class. All right. Uh, it was not a bunch of Jane Fonda's. Okay. (laughs) Working out there. It was extremely, um, it wasn't like the biggest loser. Okay. It was extremely like, you know, approachable and it was about feeling good. It wasn't about anything else. Just say, Hey, we come here, we feel good. So anyways, and, uh, and, and also they had childcare. All right. So for me, that was wow. And I trusted them and the why is great. Um, but I trusted them and I'm like, Oh my God, an hour to myself. Like I had, I had a six month old at the time. That's when I started. And I was like, what? Like an hour. This is great. You know? So, uh, so that's how I started. And, um, and it just, it just worked for me. And so that's, that's how I got going. It gave me the fundamentals to be able to do other things. My point is you can't really work out 
like you're someone else. You got to do something that works for you. That worked for me because I'm purple. It was quirky and I'm indigo. It was like really chill and calm and it was water and like I didn't get too, I didn't get sweaty or anything, you know, so it was like, that was good for me. And, uh, and, and, and it was like, you know, nice people and it was fun. So th- that worked out for me. Also, it was a break. It was a break from being a mom for an hour. It was like, oh my God, a break. Oh, like this is great. So it worked out for me as you know, I think people can throw themselves into a vibe without getting comfy in it first. So you have to make sure you don't overwhelm yourself or, or, send yourself into a setup for failure. And some people start this and fail and they're like, oh, working out's not for me. And it's like, no, no, no. You just picked the wrong way to do it. There is a way that works for you. I'm going to go through every aura color. The goal here, again, it's not to be an Iron Man challenge. It's literally for quality of life, endorphins, and keeping your body moving and flowing. I don't work out. I've made it a point my body has zero to do with my, the, the shape of my body. I can't work. I can't work out for that. I I've had moments in the past where I was like, Oh, I gotta, nope. It has to be for me more of a spiritual connection. I do it for mental health. Like after I work out, I feel like, okay, I left some things on the floor there that made me feel better. But honestly, most of the time I am on the elliptical for 45 minutes with my music blaring And that to me is a great experience and I'll just do that. And so whatever it is for you, but I'm going to go through each aura color and, and listen, like not all of these will will work for everybody. This is just my recommendation for you. Like I, like I've been, uh, yeah, I've been going to gyms for a long time. I was at the YMCA in Buffalo and then we moved down here and I'm at the YMCA down here. And, um, I see all sorts of aura colors and I'll tell you regulars. There are regulars at the gym and, and regulars don't work out to look a certain way. Some of them do. Okay, fine. Some of them do. But most of us, honestly, we're there because it's just a flipping habit and it makes us feel good. And that's it. And that's it. So let's go through each one and let's see if this, any of these spark an authentic connection in you. So red auras. Now these are your ones who are like into competition. So actually these, if you're red, you might be really into team sports. For example, that might be like, all right, I'm going to pick up pickleball or I'm going to join a softball league or I'm going to pick up hockey. Like that might be like a thing for you. Like I got to get on the team sport competition. That is something that like gets red or is going. Um, also like boot camp might be really good for reds. Like I don't know, hauling a tire across a field in 90 degree heat. Like that's not for me. And most likely if you're blue, it's not for you either. But if you're red, that could be for you. That's great. Um, weights, you know, building muscle, kind of like goal oriented stuff. Like, oh, I want to like work on my traps, you know, that kind of thing. Like that's like a red aura thing. They, they get really into that. They're like, oh, I'm going to make my trap. And then they compare with each other. Like, oh, you know, they have these conversations about their muscles and stuff. And, and so you maybe, so that's kind of the more authentic path with the red auras is measurable goals and competition and kind of like a passion, like CrossFit, like that kind of stuff. Yellow auras. Yellow auras, they, you know, I see these people on the treadmill 
and they're not yellow. And I'm like, put that away. I don't say that to, my, to them, you know, because I'm not like that. But I'm like, put that away. You're yellow aura. You're not a yellow aura. It's kind of like two minutes run, you know, three minutes run at hot, you know, this altitude or whatever. I don't even know. Listen, like here and there, but like if you're a yellow aura, that might work for you. If you're not, that's just going to feel like a bossy boss, you know, in your life. Um, so, but, but yellow auras like to time themselves. They enjoy the charts for working out. Like they like the classes with structure. I'll see yellows in yoga. I'll see yellows in Pilates. I'll see yellows in the conditioning classes. I'll see yellows in a lot of classes, actually, like, uh, cycling and, and things like that, the, you know, the cycling classes or whatnot. Um, yellow auras are, are pretty good at working out actually, because, uh, they, they can make, I don't know, they can like kind of make the time for it. The problem with yellows is you guys are hard on yourselves. And you're very mean to yourselves and you can be very perfectionistic and you guys can do this thing where you are like, oh, working out's not working for me because I'm not a size zero yet. And it's like, stop that, stop that. Like, you know, do it because it makes you feel good. Do it because it makes your endorphins shine. But yellows can handle the structure. Blue auras, listen, blues, you're going to have to do this with some friends or a dog (laughs) because blues will work out better if they're working out with friends. A group of supportive people can really be anything. Like, you know, I see like, uh, sometimes I'll, well, I'll get to purples in a second, how we work out, but sometimes I'll go to different classes and there's always like the community of blues. They're like the regulars at the class, like the Zumba class or the pound class or whatever, or the walking club or, or the, the silver sneakers. Okay. Uh, blue auras need to work out with their buddies, group of supportive people. If you don't have that, if you don't have that right now, you know, a dog or just walking in general, um, but kind of walking with somebody, you know, a dog, make, dog's like looking at you like, please, you know, and, and if you're blue aura, you're like, fine, of course, I'll do it for you. <laughs> so you have to find the way to go might be that connection you have with the awesome people, like being with the people that you like or the dog that you like is your motivation. Um, yeah. So that might be why you really work out because you want to be with the people or animals in your life that you love spending time with. It's just a way to spend time with them. Indigos. I'm indigo. Um, working out at home. That always works, man. You know, swimming, uh, or combining it with a passion of some sort. Like I, you know, I've got indigos that love horses or, you know, taking care of a garden or, you know, I don't know, doing something that's, their whole body's moving while they're doing it. Um, but at the gym, you know, you got, if you're indigo, you need the headphones. All right. You need the headphones and yeah, it can be hard because different than blues. It's not that you don't want to be around people you do, but if it gets too intense, you definitely need to let them know that you have to work out alone today. Sometimes indigos need to work out by themselves because working out when you're an indigo, it's kind of like a nice time with you by yourself. And you'll see that when you're indigo, the more that you kind of work out, the more you just really enjoy this time that you have with yourself, walking in nature, just looking around or, or like I do with my music on or listening to your podcast or your meditation or whatever you're doing. Okay. Green auras. Green auras love being outside. Puttering is a, is a green aura workout, you know, just puttering. You know what I mean? Some people just putter, being useful, you know, building something. Um, they, they also can get like reds though. Like they don't mind uh, weights or competition or, you know, boot camp, but with more math, 
with more math and what I mean by that is, and yellows can do that too, but okay. Like red, greens, and yellows can handle the more stereotypical workout stuff. Um, but again, you have to find your own spiritual reason to do it. But greens, they might, they like more math. So they're the ones with, um, I don't know, they got like their little, but yellows do this too. They're little, here's my heart rate monitor and my, my oxygen, my blood oxygen levels or, oh, I burned this many calories today. And, and I don't know, they do some sort of like chart with their whole body. I don't even know what they do, but the, the, they can get really into that. Or, you know, with weight, working out and weights, they, they're very methodical about it and, and running greens. Greens are usually good at, they usually can do running. And I think a lot of that is they don't, they can focus and they don't get too bored. Um, so yeah, so that's greens. Oh, oh, and they can see their bodies as like a machine. And so if they can incorporate working out into seeing their body as something that's performance run, it's very helpful to them. Yeah. All right. Turquoises, something with an identity. I mean, turquoises can like float in, float out of any workout, of course, but I think they really stick with something that ends up being an identity. Like maybe instead of working out traditionally, you join a real dance studio. Like, oh, I took Irish step dancing or, you know, adult ballet or I don't know, or I'm doing jazz or tap or something like doing an identity one, like where it's like, I'm a tap dancer instead of just, I go to the gym, you know, that, that can kind of make the turquoise stick with it a little bit. Uh, yoga. I see them in yoga all the time, by the way. Uh, yeah. Getting in a club, like for biking or surfing. Turquoises seem to really be, I mean, greens too, but turquoises seem to really do well with the surfing, but yeah. Uh, and make room for yourself to randomly change your mind. Okay. Turquoises. It's okay to shift the focus and do something else when you're just kind of like not connecting anymore. Pinks. Oh, pinks. I don't know if they care, <laughs> but it, but when they do care about working out, you, these are the people that for them, the posting it on social media gets such a bad rap. It really does. It gets such a bad rap from the social media world when you post like me working out, but I think it works for pink, pink auras. I think the rest of us, no, like, I don't, I think it's a setup for you or maybe it can be seen as something that you, here's my accountability check. I'm at the gym. Uh, me personally, like, I don't even like to talk about working out. This is weird for me to talk about it because I don't want anybody to think I'm preaching or whatever, but, uh, pink auras, I think it actually does work for them to post on social media. That's like a little motivation for them. Like cute. I did this, you know, how they have a good time with it. You know, cute outfits totally motivate them. Although it motivates yellow auras too. And, you know, I think with pink auras, the one-on-one with a trainer is a good idea because it's about you. And it's a, it's, it's kind of like you're the superstar of this workout event or a friend who knows what they're doing or honestly, like with Pangoras, they just, you know, maybe just traveling or walking when you're shopping or going to Disney world or something. Okay. Finally, purples. Okay. Purples. I think most of you are the ones listening to this. Any of that stuff will work for you. Like literally everything, just not one thing. Personally, I've tried everything. I've tried everything and I've liked everything. I've done the boot camp. I have not done competitive things. I can't do that. Only competition. But I've done boot camps. I've done running. I've done the Pilates. I've done the yoga. I've done the, I, you know, I've done all that stuff. I like everything, but I cannot commit. The second I, the second people are like, hey, coming back, there's like the purple, 
bombs start firing. So I, you have to know thyself when you're working out. And I, and, and the only reason why I can do it as long as I have is because I know myself and I know that, and I've worked in quitting into my habit. With your purple, you got to work in quitting into your habit. That means like you can go like start with Zumba. Every, you're the life of the party. Everyone knows you. All of a sudden you're like, I can't do this anymore. You decide to quit. Okay, cool. But don't quit working out. Just quit Zumba. All right. Now go to whatever the heck else is next. Boot camp or just the treadmill or like whatever it is. Don't quit working out. Just quit. You know, make room so you can quit. When purples quit jobs or (laughs) or like, you know, organizing or cleaning today or like, you know, gardening or whatever it is. When purples quit, they feel... It's like, it's a rush. Let's, you know, it is. I get you. It's a rush. So work it in. Work the rush in. Okay. When we come back, we're going to talk about the second most dumped resolution. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Well, you know that I'm a cat lady. And one of my proudest accomplishments as a mother is that I created two more cat ladies. Yes. And you know what? I'm a cat man. (laughs) You know, being dusty, we're tight now. You are. He sleeps on me. He does. I'm a cat man. You're a cat man. Cat man. Well, good thing, because this podcast is sponsored by Smalls. And if you're a listener of the show, you know that our cats cannot live without their Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. So make it your New Year's resolution for your cat to get them eating healthier with Smalls. I absolutely love Smalls because the cats love it. And what the cats love, I love. And here's the deal. It's 2024. Are you still feeding your cat kibble? Head to smalls.com slash KYA and use promo code KYA at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code KYA for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code KYA for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. What is the second most resolution people quit? Well, that would be losing weight, losing weight. Um, okay. Here's my take on it. I grew up around a lot of food issues. Uh, My mom went away for an eating disorder when I was a kid. Everything was about food growing up. And, uh, and my take on it is, you know, food can be very attached to emotion, very attached to emotion. And I personally, just because of all that, I hate cooking, but I do it. But I think I do avoid food attachment. That's my own thing. So I'll just say to myself, you know, it's just a meal, okay? It's just fuel. And I try not to get super creative with it, I think inadvertently. So I'm going to, so I think my point here is I'm a little like, I am not an expert about this at all. Food is a very sensitive topic. And, you know, skip this whole part if any of this even triggers you, please. Because I get it, just growing up around people that were very triggered by these things. And, and I understand I have a lot of compassion for it, a lot of love for it. And it's something that um, people think that people can control or fix. And, and you can't. You can't. It's something something that needs a lot of nurturing. But anyways, I want to tell you this from a spiritual standpoint and not my own personal standpoint. Okay, from a spiritual standpoint, I want you to know that you're beautiful. I really do. I wish you all could see yourselves the way spirit sees you. I've said this before, but I'll say it a hundred million more times. When I, the best part of 
doing what I do is when I do a reading, I get to see you the way spirit sees you. I mean, you're gorgeous. You're you're absolutely beautiful. Um, you're absolutely beautiful because you glow. You glow from the inside out. And the people that really know you, they see that and they feel it. And, and you know, if you know your kids, if you have kids, they see it. If you have cats, dogs, they see it. You have family, friends that you're close to, they see it. So you're really beautiful. And I want you to know that your body is your temple. It's your ticket to the show. And what's the show? You're in it. It's earth. It's this life. And you are beautiful, eternal energy. And you got shoved into this body. Here you are. There it is. And it's it's got its own quirks and it's got its own genetics. <laughs> it's got its own chemicals going on. And And some of this is just the way it is. All right. And you got to love that body. And you know why? Because it's what keeps you here. It is your ticket to the show. So we love our body because it, it allows us to experience the beautiful things that life gives us. And people love you and people think you're beautiful and people, people think you're just gorgeous. And anyways, so I feel like overall, um, you know, feeding, you know, the spiritual part of losing weight. Let's not talk about losing weight. Let's talk about Let's talk about loving your body and giving it what it's need, what it needs. And I often, the way I see it through spirit is it's kind of like taking care of a kid and taking care of you should be like the same as if you took care of a child. What are we having for a snack? What are we having for breakfast? We have to eat. We don't skip meals. Okay. We eat, we eat to feel good. We eat fuel. We make, you know, we eat the good things before we eat the desserts maybe, or sometimes you need a dessert. Fine. It's a, whatever, you know, we don't, there's no good food. There's no bad food. It's just food. And and depriving it, depriving your body and talking bad about your body and feeling like you aren't worthy because it's not a certain shape. That's not how we lose weight. Especially when a lot of ideas about shape are just contemporary societal projections that change all the time uh, throughout history. All right. So we're not using food to punish ourselves or reward ourselves or anything. We just ask our body what it needs and we listen and we get more intuitive with that. And as you shift, here's the thing with, with eating. You don't even have to make that a goal. Shifting your vibration to how you want to feel will actually produce those results anyways. The more you kind of dive into the spiritual realms of things, the more you'll notice that you kind of don't want the stuff that's, as, that's not as healthy for you as other things. Like the cravings will shift as your vibe shifts. I promise you that. Like everyone's different, but overall you may notice that as you shift the whole idea of what eating healthy or taking care of yourself looks like into a whole mind, body, and, and spirit balance, you'll notice, hey, wait a second. I just don't feel like doing that. I don't feel like binging on that today. I want this instead. Or you just start realizing like I'm having a feeling right now. I'm not hungry. That's just a feeling actually. Or you'll start being like, you know what? I want that. I'm going to eat it. I'm not going to sit here and just shame myself for it. I'm just going to have it and move on with life (laughs) because sometimes you just have to. Um, okay. So eating can be very spiritual and the things you want will change as you feed yourself with love and kindness. And I know that sounds cliche, but I'm telling you, I've seen it and I just don't want you guys like 
being mean to yourself because I see a lot of it's like it's like it's, it's so weird it's just all it's so normalized to, to just be so cruel to yourself when you're when you're like trying to lose weight Ugh. having said that what we do is we go cold turkey on all the stuff we've been eating and then go through this like horrific withdrawal and then binge eat and then double down in the self-hate hello that is when I tried to give up sugar for 10 days let me tell you the horror that was personally like other people can do it like I must just be really addicted to sugar but like it wasn't good and I went through this this isn't even that long ago and I was like oh my god and I just like I just went crazy I think I ate like a whole thing of chocolate one day I don't even remember I like blacked out anyways my point is wasn't the way to go because you're just setting yourself up for failure and then you're setting yourself up to be like, oh, I hate myself. I'm so mad at myself and all that. And, and I suck and, and it's just, it's just not good. All right. Ha, all right. So let's talk about food and let's talk about each aura color and, and how they kind of approach food from, from my perspective. And if this helps you, great. If it doesn't, you know, it's fine. This is, I know, I, I'm real sensitive about it just because I grew up in my situation, so I just don't want to trigger anybody. I just want you to know that. I don't, I'm not, you know, so I'm very, I'm very, I'm, ah, I'm very sensitive about this. Okay. But anyways, red auras. Kind of like the same thing with, uh, with working out. Like, red auras, they can handle, like, measuring food or, you know, eating for an end goal. Like, I have to eat enough protein. I got to put protein powder in, you know, get this amount of protein in my protein. Like, <laughs> it's like a lot of that. Um, I don't even, I can't even talk that language because when people start talking about it, I just, my mind is like, it just goes off <laughs> to sleep or something. But, you know, getting strong, having energy to do the thing they want to do. Food, food, food is fuel for red auras. It's more about feeding their goal of, I don't know, whatever they want. They want to win the game or they want to run faster. Or they want to be, build the muscle a certain way. So food is kind of in conjunction with that. So kind of reframing it, hey, what can food do for me is a great red aura trick. Yellows, yellows can deal with a plan. They like to portion their foods out, cook ahead for the week. Um, they, they, they're real good at ordering online, you know, all the food and having it brought to them. I don't know. I can't do that. They like to explore recipes too. They like that. They like to eat new foods. Um, if yellow auras can just stop, we all have to stop with the mean self-talk, but especially yellows. Yellow auras, now, sometimes yellows can handle writing their stuff down. Like, all right, I ate this today, I ate this today. I'd be careful with that, you know. If You know, I'd be very careful with listing. But I do see yellows kind of following a meal plan and listing it. And then, like, when their to-do list is done, then they, they actually feel done or something. So, I don't know. That depends on... Anything that feels negative, we don't do it. But I do see yellows doing that. Purples, I mean, listen, the second, and this is from personal experience, the second you tell me I can't have it, I want it. So don't tell yourself you can't have it. Literally, I don't tell myself I can't have a thing because that'll send me into like weird, a weird bingy spiral thing. So you need, so as a purple, I just, my take on it is you, you, you have to feel able, like you're free to eat whatever you want. And, and purples have a really hard time with food changes. So my advice is have a bite of anything, you know, have as much as you want of any, anything. Just don't tell yourself no. I think telling yourself no or eliminating whole food groups. No, that's a no, no. That's not good. 
No cold turkey, purples. Don't do cold turkey. That's not for you. Green auras, kind of the same thing as working out um, because it's like, and, and kind of the same as reds. So it's like eating for fuel, but again, with, with more math. <laughs> They're kind of, these are the guys uh, and girls that can kind of, uh, I don't know, they can, I can't, I don't even know, because literally I can't pay attention to it. So they can tell you what percentage of this is in it, what percent, yellows can do this too, like what percentage of that's in it, you know, how this serves you, what you should be eating at this hour, what should be eating at that hour. That stuff doesn't seem to stress them out. So... They can handle it. And I feel like greens, too, uh, the science of food, they really enjoy. Like, greens can be major foodies. So if if something, they'll eat, kind of they throw away all their rules, too, if they can, like, eat well or they'll spend money on what they want. They're actually very picky eaters. They're very particular, very structured. Um, I think that they can actually put a wall up to cravings and things. And the rest of us have a real problem with that. But I feel like green auras don't. Like, they can be like, no. I'm not eating bread. I know it's like, whoa. The rest of us are like in awe of that. But they can like do it. And or they can give up the sugar. They can they can they can really stick to that plan. Blues. Oh, blues. Blues tend to shame themselves into eating better. They have to stop that. Blues love family enjoyment and friend enjoyment. Like they like sharing food with people. And that's fun for blues. That's a social activity for all of us. Eating's fun, people. Like we all like eating's so much fun. So but blues, they just love cooking things for others and feeding others. And, and here's the thing, like feed others and feed yourself the same. Like what you do for others and how you take care of them. Just be one of those people to you. Just be one of the people you take care of. That's what I tell blue. That's what I tell blue auras. You know, it's like, I don't know. Blue auras are very much like, I'll take the worst piece of chicken on the plate or you guys all eat and I'll just have what's left or, or I don't know, I'll make you guys the healthy thing and I'll just eat the crap or what they really do do this and and it's you know feed make a plate for yourself the way you'd make it for anybody else and then eat it pretend you're making a plate for somebody that's not even you and then sit down and be like oh my god thank you and eat that indigos that's me secret eaters (laughs) secret eaters secret eating but in a way that's not toxic i don't know maybe i don't know i don't know if that is or not but indigos tend i don't know they like eating alone you know hearing other people chew and stuff is a lot (laughs) they don't like to be watched like don't watch me eat i just want to eat eat by myself um you know that girl dinner trend i don't know it was on tiktok girl dinner i feel like that was like an indigo thing maybe purple too but they like they like snacks they want to eat what they want not always conventional meals like maybe they want, I don't know, like a little cheese and a little cereal and like a piece of buttered toast. And then they're like, cool, you know, this is my dinner. You know, that, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm going to eat alone. More intuitive eating with that. And turquoises too, I'll get into that. The intuitive eating. It's like, you just eat what you want. So, you know, you, sometimes you don't want to be pressured into eating what everybody else is eating too. Pinks. Oh, pinks. Pinks are great. They like fun, colorful foods. They like to eat like kids. They do have a sugar thing. I mean, we all do, but I think, like, pinks just don't care as much about... I don't think they listen to any of this stuff. (laughs) I think they just are like, no. They eat like kids, like, kind of like kids eat. And kids don't think about these things, and neither do pinks. I mean, listen, in our terrible, terrible culture, they sure do. But they're hardwired to maybe ignore it. So I... If you're pink, I beseech you to ignore it. Ignore the culture. But they really enjoy a plate of fun things and 
will totally do an impractical Uber Eats because they just want whatever they want at like whatever o'clock. You know, they were like, I want Chipotle and it is 2 a.m. and I will Uber Eat that currently. You know, they'll just do that. And they're so, that's the way they're fun. Okay. Turquoise is intuitive eating, paying attention to the spiritual ways, what their body needs, eating for their own mindset, incorporating things that have holistic benefits. I feel like turquoises can really do that. And by the way, everything I just mentioned, you might like some of that. It's not even your aura color, and that's fine. So my point is, is we don't go to go cold turkey and just start eating like lean cuisine. Okay. Like we have to do what works for us in the way that makes us feel nurtured and calm and and loving. And we don't label food. It's not bad or good. It's just a way we connect with our body, which is the ticket to the show. And we love it. We love that we're here. All right, after this break, I'm going to come back with the last resolution that people are always breaking. This episode of Know Your Aura is brought to you by Wild Grain. Yes! <laughs> I love Wild Grain. Everybody knows this by now. Yes. I think I just had the chocolate chip cookies for the first time. They were huge. Perfecto. They were huge. Yeah. Love it. Every time I see it come to the door. Yeah. I jump up and down. I do a, we do like a funny skit. He literally yeah. does. It's just great. It's amazing. Cause wild grain is the first ever bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less. No thawing required. The team at wild grain just sent us a new box. So we've been trying lots of new things, including those chocolate chip cookies. And we just my honestly, my favorite is their sourdough bread. I love all I the do, different yeah. types that they give. Um, and it just fills me up. Like one slice of bread, is, it feels like a meal to me. It's so good. And now you can fully customize your wild grain box so you can get any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries you like. If you want a box of all bread, all pasta, or all pastries, you can have it. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash KYA to start your subscription. You heard me, free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash KYA. That's wildgrain.com slash KYA, or you can use code KYA at checkout. Last resolution that I found that people always break is giving up drinking. The dry January thing, it's very interesting to me. We live in a culture that like pushes it and then shames it. So it's like a big setup. It's just such a big setup. Um, here's a social activity centered around liquor. But if you get tipsy, you're judged profusely. It's like, here's a bar. We're all hanging out. But if you drink too much, then we're all going to, like, talk about you, right? Like, it's weird. It's like, here's a bunch of food, but don't gain weight. And here's, 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 you got to work all the time, but you got to work out too. You know, it's just, it's so, it's such a setup for failure if you think about it in a 3D mindset. That's why we have to look at all these things and be like, what is our reason that we want to do it, that we want to do it differently? And is that reason connected to outside influence? Because if it's connected to any sort of outside influence, like what others think or feel or judge or or what your acceptance rate is in the environmental world based on it, if it's not going to work. We need the 5D, the spiritual connection. So drinking is like anything. It really depends why you're doing it and stopping it or smoking or any other habit, which you know isn't great for you. I mean, it's not going to happen if you're in too deep. You may need help. And it is not shameful to need help. We live in a society where we are asked to do things we don't want to do 24-7. And then we're given lots of opportunities to escape, to forget why we don't want to do them. 
If you've gotten in too deep with any sort of addictive behavior, it is totally okay to seek help. And it's not shameful. Um, okay, but but for some people, it's just a habit. It's just a habit they need to break. It's gotten out of hand. You see it's something that, you know, you just don't want to do it anymore. You don't want to feel like that anymore. Like, you don't want to... You don't want to center activities around drinking or you don't want to feel like crap the next day or you just don't want to, like, have friendships based on, like, tipsiness where, you know, they don't even know you. They just know tipsy you. Um, and, and that's okay. So that's why it's hard. It can be a total escape. It can be, you know, just societal pressure to do it in a friend group or a habit, a way to fall asleep. Or maybe you just drink when you go out. It's like, you know, it's something that's the only thing that can give you a respite from the thoughts. You know, so that's the real, re- if you got to figure out why you're doing it because you're not going to change it until you figure out why you've been doing it. So I wanted to talk about the way you can maybe connect to why you don't want to do it anymore. All right. For each aura color. So for red auras. So now I'm talking if you just want to give up drinking, maybe these are some reasons why you don't want to anymore, all right? Reds can really hang on to logic to to kind of take a break from the drinking. Maybe it's making you act a way that's not in line with your own idea of who you are. Maybe your character is in jeopardy. Maybe you're taking risks. Uh, For red auras, sometimes when they drink too much, they can be just a little wild, a little bit extra, a little bit... um, it's like they, they have this regret, like they say things or they do things or they act in a certain way, which they just, they don't want to be that person in character is very important for a red aura. And, and reds are kind of, they're like bold and, and they're risk takers anyways. So when you combine alcohol with that, perhaps you've been getting yourself into situations that are dangerous or just like life, life blower uppers. Blue auras. Perhaps you want to give up the drinking because of your relationships. It's making your relationship with yourself numb. It's making the relationship with yourself crappy and crummy. You feel sad. You feel like you're not being the best person you can for the people that you love and the people including yourself. Um, Maybe you don't feel 100% present for yourself or, or the people that you love. And also like... Perhaps you're feeling that when the people that you love are around, they're getting the idea that you can't be yourself around them. Like you have to be drinking or altered in an altered state. And even for your own relationship with spirituality, it's something that feels distanced when you're drinking. Uh, Yellows. Perhaps this will help you give up drinking for a little bit. If you're yellow, take a break. Health. It's simply you know, not great for you in excess and it's bad for your system in general and it's slowing down your health goals overall. And yellow auras, if something is messing with their system and if, if you're yellow and you can be like, oh my God, you know, I've been noticing that this is happening and then I don't get X, Y, Z done. Or, you know, I, it, it, this, this happens and then I go to bed too early and then I don't get like the stuff I need to get done for the morning. Like figure out how it's been messing up your system and also your your health system too. Uh, I feel like yellows can connect more honestly with the health implications of drinking in excess. So you're like, oh my gosh, I feel bloated or this headache or like whatever, or my skin doesn't look as great or whatever. So that kind of stuff can really get to the yellow. Indigos, spiritual connection. You know, 
this can really bug an indigo when you've been drinking and you're realizing it's just limiting your ability to connect with your own thoughts, feelings, and spiritual sources. You know, for an indigo analyzing things and having your own interior monologue all the time and connecting with your guides, I mean, that's really how you exist. And that can just take you away from from your higher self. When you're an indigo, kind of like your own head, your your brain, your higher self, your your spirit guides, those are your besties. So when you are doing something that takes you away from you, you can just feel kind of sad over time, like a disconnect, like you haven't been home in a long time because home is you. All right. So purples. Oh, social. Okay. Purples. I see this a lot. All right. I feel like I've been here too. I feel like a lot of us have been here, but purples, your friend group may not be the most supportive. So think about the friends like you. So think about how you act socially when you're drinking. All right. Are you the person who's supposed to be silly and tipsy? Do they push you to drink so that you're the entertainment? Um, do you notice that you overshare when you're drinking and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I said that. And then they just keep bringing it up. Like you told me that. And I like that. Um, and you're like, okay, all right. And you're drinking, maybe masking some self-destructive patterns in your life that are the real issue. Like maybe the types of friends you have. So I would look at your social situation and be like, Hey, like, can I, would these people even be okay to hang out with if we were all sober? Cause if the answer is no, then you might want to like find new friends <laughs> or start the journey to find different people to hang out with. It's going to feel different. Again, vibe shift. It's going to feel different, but it is going to be something that is necessary for you to stop the drinking. You know, if that's what you want to do. Greens. I think greens with their body, you know, it's kind of the disconnect, more the physical disconnect with them when their body doesn't feel like their own. Um, you know, noticing how when you feel you sober up, it's not the best version of you. It's impacting your overall life goals. You may not have the energy to get the get up and go. You need to do the things in life you're passionate about. It's, it's you know, it's slowing down your, just your productivity in general. And it's making you not feel so in control. And also with greens, perhaps like you're drinking to avoid feelings. And then when you're not drinking, they rush in. And it can be like a backlog and then it can kind of be a pattern. So something to notice. Turquoises. I noticed turquoise with the drinking thing. Asking yourself like, am I doing this to fit in? You know, see who you're being influenced by. Change up your surroundings. I mean, turquoises with the, I mean, you know, I think like with turquoises, it's knowing that it's a problem at all could be the problem. Oh, wait a second. I got into this habit. Why am I doing it? What does this mean? Um, turquoises can be very sensitive about not feeling like they belong. So using, tur- using alcohol to belong and to fit in and to feel accepted is just going to exacerbate that overall issue. That's the real thing we need to work on. And finally, pinks. I feel like pink or is drink because it's like, it's there. It's, you know, it's cute. What they do. If you know you're on vacation, you get this kind of it's pink, it's so cute, like whatever. I mean, honestly, I feel like with pinks, you can find a replacement thing to do. You know, remove that habit with a different one. You can get, I think with them, it's like a prop sometimes with pink auras, and you just need a different prop. 
So think about, oh, wait a second. I'll just replace that with something else. Like, I don't, it can be a virgin pina colada, you know? I mean, we, we can replace it with something else. Or maybe instead of spending that 15 bucks on a drink, yes, I live near Miami and that's cheap for a drink, 15. <laughs> so instead of spending 15 bucks on the drink, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go spend 15 bucks on, you know, something more fun. That hat that cute cover up. I don't know. Like, let's, how do we, you know, how do we just replace it with something else? I feel like that can help you. And I notice with things too, they, they get sick of being plied with drinks by others because people like to ply pink auras with drinks to make them more malleable or to feel like, you know, pink auras, I, I mean, they're like the little, they can be perceived as little dolls that other people want to play with. And don't, if somebody's like, here, have it, like pressuring you, pinks, notice the peer pressure and you use your pink, your pink punch. I must cite the pink aura chat for that vocab term, but you must use your pink punch to be like, no, you will not drink push me and then scare everybody and go spend that money somewhere else. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about how this all fits together with Scotty. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. I've been noticing that the Lumi yeah. ends up in all different places in the house. <laughs> My Lumi? Your Lumi. I see it in uh, the different bathrooms and different bedrooms. No, and... no, no. That's not, that's not my Lumi. That is my your Lumi. My Lumi is in one spot. I yeah. keep it on one shelf. It's in my closet. <laughs> and I Lumi when I need a Lumi. <laughs> I know. You love the Lumi. I love the Lumi. You weren't using deodorant before a Lumi. Let's just say it. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I don't, like de- I don't like deodorant. Right. But I like Lumi. Yeah. And I like, the, and actually, I like the smell. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I like it. I know. We're not asking you to. All right. Lumi is a whole body deodorant. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. I mean, pits, under boobs, thigh folds, belly buttons, butt cracks, vulvas, and feet. (laughs) Created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor up to 72 hours. Well, how, you may ask? Well, unlike certain deodorants that try to mask odor with a fragrance, Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. It's more like a pre-odorant. It's baking soda-free and paraben-free. It's pH balanced for safe use below the belt, and it's clinically proven to control odor better than a shower with soap. 12 hours after a shower, the average person has an odor level of 6 out of 10. With Lumi, the average odor level is a 0 out of 10. Okay. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code KYA at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code KYA. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Okay, so let's talk more about those Aura re-resolutions over on the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family page on Facebook. But actually on the MMSF page, there there was this really interesting post, and I wanted to read it for everybody, and I thought it was interesting. So ready? Here we go. Diana C. wrote, I just had such a weird experience that I'm wondering if anyone has any thoughts on. 
Also, thank you in advance because I feel like this is just so weird. Also, I'm quick confirmed as purple blue. Basically, I was down a Reddit rabbit hole last night called Glitch in the Matrix. And I kept reading stories about people who have had other people come up to them and tell them they look exactly like someone they know who passed away. Oftentimes, the person had the same name or the same mannerisms or something similar and eerie. I must have spent at least a few hours reading these stories until I got a little creeped out and decided to go to bed. Anyway, today I was at the library and this man was staring at me and he was like, the reason I'm staring at you is because you look exactly like my sister who passed away too young. And then he said something like, sometimes these things are coincidences, but I think you both have a very unique, unique face. The experience doesn't feel like a glitch, but does feel like someone is trying to tell me that glitches happen and I shouldn't discount them. Thank you for reading. Ha ha. Okay. Well, that's freaky. So yeah, we did a glitch in the matrix episode, which is really cool. But, um. So I liked this a lot because this is actually a mediumship thing, which I, I commented on her post. Okay. This is a mediumship uh, thing, actually, where, okay, when people pass, one, there's lots of different ways they can talk to you. I spoke about all the ways they can talk to you on episode 194 because there's, like, unique ways they can get your attention. And this is actually one of the ways. They will latch, on, like, move through you to sometimes look like somebody for somebody else. So if you've ever gotten that, what happened was you were probably being utilized by spirit to give a message to someone else. And also that you were perhaps open to it because, you know, subconsciously. And that was my question. I was going to ask you, because she's saying before she went down that rabbit hole Mm -hmm. and she was looking all this this up. Yeah. And then that kind of led the way or opened the door for when this uh, man, I believe, approached her. Yeah. I think her okay. soul was like, okay, yeah, let's, let's try this. You're, You're ready. ready. And the glitch in the matrix stuff is different than spirit stuff, you know, tech, but I feel like it's, a, this is actually a mediumship it's thing because it's happened so you should, you guys have to see the amount of stories and things I've heard and also in my own life and just knowing how spirit works and also in my own mediumship readings, this is just how they'll work for me. Like I'll look at someone's picture and see someone else. Actually, this is crazy. I was and I have more to say on this, but this is a really interesting story that kind of leads into it. I was reading a woman who lost her sister when she was, the sister was very young. And, and so she gave me a childhood photo of herself and her, her little sister who died. All right. And I was looking at the picture and I was looking at the little sister who was clearly the, clearly the little sister in this kid photo, you know, because she was shorter and baby, more baby face and whatnot. Right. And I said, oh, your older sister. And I saw like a different face on her or something. And then she's like, no, that's my younger sister who died. I'm like, oh, like she came through like an older sister. So they'll kind of play with your eyes. They'll play with what you think you see um, as a way to give you a message. It's kind of a third eye thing. They'll mess with your third eye so that if you see someone who looks exactly like somebody who died, you're probably getting a message from your loved one on the other side to the point where you're like getting up, walking towards them. You're like, who is that? Actually, I just had another client, another client this week. Um, she told me, she's a listener of the podcast. That's why I I mentioned her. She told me, um, that her stepdad just passed and she's like, I thought I, he died. Like he's definitely not here. And she's like, I saw him and I walked up to the person and then last minute it didn't look like them anymore. And she's like, I feel like that was him. And I'm like, that was totally him. See, this happens all the time. So they they play with you. It's really a mediumship thing. And then somebody in the comments wrote, um, Cecilia M wrote, 
and I loved this. This happened to me, my sophomore prom, when I was all dressed up and out for dinner. A woman came up to me and said I looked just like her daughter who had passed away and never got to go to prom. It was a really jarring experience, and the woman was very grief-stricken. But I do believe there is a reason for these encounters. Gave me some perspective. Yeah, so I just think it's a really beautiful thing. If somebody says that to you, it means that you were open enough to give them that glimpse into their loved one. That's that's real cool. Isn't that cool? Yeah, I love that. I like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I selected an email that we received okay. from Emily L. Hopefully I can read this. And the subject line was, you were the best part of our Christmas. Oh. And then it said, message, hi, a- hi, M.M. I also added in, and Scotty. But <laughs> it did, Got it. Okay. But it did say, hi, M.M. All, All right. right. So let me read this the best I can. Okay. All right. Please forgive me. All right, I wanted to start out with how much I love your podcast. Truly so enlightening and has been such a stepping stone into my divination divination journey. That's like spir- I'm not reading it, so I can't. Divination. Okay. That's spiritual? Yeah, okay. that's good. I wanted to send you a short story you would appreciate. As a KYA fan, I obviously turned my mom into your podcast, and I think she's become even more of a fan than me. <laughs> I love that. We love that. Yes, turn everyone you know into KYA <laughs> fans. Little, everyone's an Oris planner. I yes. love it. She always sends me podcasts that she thinks will help me and brings your words into her life. For Christmas this year, I ordered the Know Your Aura book, your new book, with your autograph. The What's My Aura book? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she wrote Know Your Aura book. What's My Aura book? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, With your autograph, and she was so excited to give it to her. Okay. I wanted to save the book for the last gift she opened on Christmas. Okay, so ba- basically we sell the um, the What's My Aura book. We do do autographed copies. Yeah. And you can get your colors with it. Right. Uh, and she was giving this as a gift to her mom. When exchanging gifts, I saved the book for last, and she also had a present for me that she saved for last. She wanted me to open hers first, and I opened the Angel Numbers book. Oh, my gosh. I honestly didn't know you were the author until she said, look who wrote it. <laughs> so funny. I immediately gasped and handed her the gift I saved, which was also a book written by you. <laughs> we both went on and on about how crazy it was that we were both so excited to give each other Aww. a book written by you and both saved that as the last I'm like, gift. I'm like so emotional. Yeah. That, oh my God. I just like, thought that was cool. So sweet. I'm like so absolutely, talk about raising the vibe. Like, yeah. I feel, like my vibe just got raised. Like I, that makes me so emotional and I'm so thankful yes and um i put my heart into my book so if if when people are like it's helped me or or anything or they give it as a gift or or they feel like it's it's special to them that just fills that my heart overflows oh thank you yeah that's really cool i get yeah i guess or you know i I guess when you started listening to the podcast because the angel numbers came out 2021 couple years right two years ago now so you might there's like that rift you might not know yeah yeah all right, so for our last thing, I wanted to do this. <laughs> I won't call overtime, but my Wednesday night, our Wednesday night discussion group with Leanne, yeah, uh, and specifically uh, Jenna, wanted to know. We've never. I don't. I can't believe we've never done this. I. I mean, it seems like we talk about this person all the time. Do we? Oh, I don't you know. Do. Or maybe in our. You're a little obsessed. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm obsessed. <laughs> but uh, she went to and. Uh, Dr. Shelby has all the uh, celebrities confirmed. There's a, what, a PDF or something? There's you a can Google go to. Sheet oh, slide. Oh, Google Sheet slide. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can go and check out all the celebrities. And this celebrity is not on there. Oh. Okay. Okay. The celebrity is, drum roll, Ed 
Sharon. Ed Sheeran. All right. So Ed Sheeran. We've never said Ed Sheeran's <laughs> colors right. on this podcast. So for Jenna and the Wednesday Night crew, tell us, what are Ed Sheeran's colors? Ed Sheeran's <laughs> colors are green and purple. He's green purple. He's green okay. purple. He's like really artistic, you know. Okay. Uh, in You know, deep. As, okay. You know, conflicted as the green purple is, you know, usually are. Yeah. Um, incredibly intelligent and just ridiculously creative to the point where like, how do you even function yeah. you know like to, to be like that um yeah he's he's he, he feels you know and i i like ed sheeran because i feel like he tries to keep all of his maybe because he's british and it could be a cultural thing too he feels like less energetically messy than a lot of artists are he puts i think he puts a lot of his stuff into his songs which we appreciate and then his own self i feel like if he has problems or whatever he keeps them kind of buttoned up you, you know okay. so you don't really see him acting silly or anything yeah, cause, cause on the public stage i would not have guessed that i mean i would have guessed kind of the green purple yeah but i would have like thrown like a blue or indigo in there i think you were then well and, and maybe he, he can wear in, yes inauthentic okay. sometimes he a lot of his songs i feel like are his inauthentic blue periods yeah so i think we kind of appreciate that about him yeah um yeah, yeah but his, people it, were thinking he was green indigo but he's the purple's got to be there his wife's indigo oh, his wife's indigo. his wife's indigo little yellow um i think she's just a great solid foundation for him and and they feel like the real deal and uh yeah you know he feels like he, he you know he, he's an artist but to me he also feels like he tries to keep perspective on the whole thing family and and what's yeah. important and and whatnot well look he makes my top three artists the kids <laughs> asked me the other day what are who are your three favorite artists i said ed sharon ed sharon I said Noah Kahan. <laughs> oh, look at you, Noah! You just <laughs> and Milady Martinez. <laughs> he's, just, okay. he's just chilling the kids Spotify. That's just, what you hear around the house. Yeah, I, I was telling one of the groups. All I heard, so in, it was like two different like times where the kids would go swimming. Yeah. In the summer, so and I go out with them, and in the mornings it was Abby, and right. all it was was Niani, Niani, and Milady Martinez. Milady Martinez. Then she would yeah. leave, and right. then Bree would come into the pool, right. and then it was just Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, totally. Right. And, and then you come in, and it's like. Dad Rock. Yes. Creedence and, and Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> Anything. And uh, Noah Gahan, because you yes, mentioned him, everyone's going to be like, what color are colors? He is so fascinating. He's indigo okay. and green and purple. He's a tricolor. Oh, oh so he is the green, purple, he's indigo. He is green, purple, indigo. Oh, okay. but, and you can kind of see the difference in their music. Actually, that's a great little comparison because they, they have a similar sound, I think. It's, I, I mean, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but Noah Gahan gets like real dark in a way that. If you know what I mean, you know what I mean. It's like, whoa, that that guy. But it's natural to him. More natural. To be like right. kind of just sad for him is just how he processes things. High indigo. That's just <laughs> how it is. Right. Whereas I think Ed Sheeran, he's like, I don't know. I think he wants to be more lighthearted. And when he, I don't know. He writes good music when he's, but he writes great music when um he's happy too. Okay. Ed Sheeran. Chow, you got me saying Ed Sheeran. Sheeran. Yeah, Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Well, Ed, Ed Sharon, if you want to call into the podcast or email us and tell us the correct pronunciation, I think it's Ed Sharon. And everyone else is pronouncing it wrong. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Everyone else is like, Ed, what is it? I don't even care. Sheeran. Sheeran? That doesn't even sound right. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for hanging out with us today. This podcast is for you and about you. And we're so glad you spent some time with us today. 